Here's a message from Ken Lavica. History today. For the first time ever, we come to you live from the undisputed college basketball capital of the damn world. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Kansas State doesn't have any timeout. Gets it. Gets it. Let's go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live, fueled by Celsius, essential energy, live fit. Remember the day you found out cakes could be made of ice cream? Well, today is going to be better. Now, Houston, you have a problem. It's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Florida Atlantic is in the damn final four. Not Duke, not North Carolina. Not Kansas, not UCLA. Florida Atlantic is in the final four. Oh, yeah, Miami, too. Florida Atlantic is in the final four. If you can't get up for that, stop listening to sports talk radio. Get away from sports. If this doesn't make you feel something, you've lost your ability to live, feel, function. Let me repeat it one more time. Florida Atlantic, the school on Glades Road in Boca Raton. Chances are you know somebody, or at least know somebody who knows somebody who's gone to FAU for maybe even a semester. That school, that school is in the final four and could potentially win a national championship. Ken Levick alive on a Monday. Here on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the hot, muggy, uncomfortable, and boat showy Intracoastal. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And a man who helped me save my career on Saturday at Madison Square Garden from WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, Theo Dorsey. We have both returned from New York City where we watched the Owls romp through the Big mm. Apple. Take down Tennessee, those big bad bullies. Dispatch them in the Sweet 16. Marquise Noel, face of the tournament, outstanding player. He's got the day off today. Want to mm. know why? Because mm. FAU figured out Kansas State as well, and Florida Atlantic plays San Diego State in the national semifinal number one on Saturday in Houston. Mm. I still... Mm. It's still ridiculous to think about, and it is absolutely unreal. It is impossible, but if you watch FAU play, it sure as hell is possible. These dudes have every right to be believed in that they can win the national championship. Every right, and then also for Marquise Noel, I mean, he got crowned king of New York, so at least he gets to extend his stay, right? Like. The Owls weren't done. You know, the Owls wanted to move on, get to Houston, and play for, uh, you know, play for a chance to have a chance at the national championship. And uh, I, I just couldn't be more mesmerized at all of this. It makes you re-fall in love with not just the game of basketball, but, like, college basketball specifically and the kind of storylines that can come out of it. Like, this is crazy. So, in the most obvious turn of events possible, though, I somehow have become (laughs) one of the biggest stories of the NCAA tournament. How are these things possible? Have no idea. Crazy. Stone, for you, seeing me become one of the storylines of this tournament, one of the most talked about people 
right up there with Marquise Noel in this NCAA tournament. Is it the coolest or stupidest thing you've ever seen? I mean, it's got to be a little mix of both, but ask me if I'm surprised. Are you surprised? Hell no. I'm not surprised. Everything that happened, and you're going to explain it, makes every bit of sense to me. Every bit of sense. I promise. And for those of you that that aren't aware, I'm about to tell the story again. Chances are, though, if you're listening, uh, a vast majority of you probably already know the story that has thrust me into the March Madness spotlight. And I am doing (laughs) none of this to try and prop up my profile, okay? (laughs) None of what happened in New York City that has thrust me into sort of the NCAA tournament headlines was on purpose. Absolutely not on purpose. In fact, I wish it never happened. And in fact, the only reason that I'm being talked about right now is because what befell me at Madison Square Garden happened right in front of prominent national media members who then turned it into a story. I did not do this. This is not like some of these phony stories that these influencers on Instagram and TikTok concoct in order to get headlines, in order to get themselves uh, their name on the marquee, in order to grab your attention. That's not that. I'm not that guy. You know I hate those people still. Yeah, we've talked uh, to an extensive uh, rate about you you getting clout. You going viral, and you did it in the most organic way. I, it came in the most, and, <laughs> and the only organic way it could with me, me going through technical radio problems <laughs> and in utter despair. That's right. right. That's the only Man. way that this could happen. It, there's no way that it could have come to be with something good happening to me. It had to happen with something that down the road may have caused me to just Saturday night leap from my 38th story balcony at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. It was that potentially devastating. Okay? 38, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I no. see you. Well, there's like... flex. No, no, <laughs> a big flex right there. There's like 70 floors. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. No, 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 there's no penthouse there, trust me. I was trust at 37 me. where I was at, so you still went uh, up me. let's go. <laughs> I am the sky in Manhattan, baby. All right. So, on Saturday night, Florida Atlantic's in the Elite Eight against Kansas State, okay? And it's a tight game. That was, that was by the way, as well-played a college basketball game as you're going to find. And it's amazing because Kansas State had a, a no-brainer all-timer against Michigan State mm. just the game prior before FAU played Tennessee in the Sweet 16 on Thursday night. FAU, Kansas State was one hell of a college basketball game. If you can't get into that If you can't watch that and appreciate that, just stop watching the sport. Stop pretending like you know ball. Stop pretending you like ball. That was ball Saturday at MSG. Mm, That was a... In every sense of the word. It it had the the, the turns. It had the foul trouble. It had the drama down the stretch. It had a game, potentially game time play that John L. Davis said, I don't think so, too. It was amazing. It's incredibly ironic because DeAndre Fox, right, a day or two ago saying it's hard for him to watch a college basketball game. Well, you clearly haven't been watching. I mean, just that game alone, that FAU-Kansas State game, the shot-making, the pace, the inbounds, the sets that were being run. It was real basketball well, right when, there. When DeAndre Fox plays in a postseason NBA game, mm. then, he can, uh, then he can have an opinion on well, what Mike Madness he is will. like. Yeah, I know, well, yeah, but it hasn't quite happened yeah. yet. He's still got about <laughs> six games left to go. Okay? And, it's, and y'all keep calling it De'Aaron Fox. I don't know how many times. I know. You say DeAndre Fox. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you guys said DeAndre. Yeah. It's a staple. You know what? Oh, this is until what y'all he, do here. Until, oh, yeah. he, the, until he makes the playoffs, right. he's DeAndre Fox. Oh, my God. Right. I knew what I was doing. I'll never forget, though, when De'Aaron Fox and Bam out of was were weeping after that Kentucky loss, man. I was rooting for them guys. Maybe that's why then. he's maybe that's yeah. why he's not mm-hmm. into the NCAA I think he's tournament. Scarred. I think yeah. he scarred from the NCAA tournament from that moment. They were out of it after that. But yeah, man, not these owls. They're in the final four. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox, he didn't play in the final four. Ooh. 
He didn't. He didn't play in a Final Four. That's right. I'll yeah. do that. Uh, so, <laughs> so there is uh, 26 seconds left in this game, and FAU is clinging to a one-point lead. Okay, and I'm sitting there calling this game, stomach in knots, and it is tense. It is tight. The garden is rocking. Everyone's standing. Twenty thousand people in unison standing for Kansas State FAU. And if you're one of those people that says, "Oh my God." I, where are the Blue Bloods? This tournament sucks. Just know that a Madison Square Garden in a game between Kansas State, that's not Manhattan, New York, that's Manhattan, Kansas, mm. right? Manhattan, Kansas, mm. where they got cows and hillbillies, right? Manhattan, Kansas, and then FAU, the school that sometimes kids who grow up around Manhattan, their parents pay for them to go down to that school, then they come back home. Those two teams, non-traditional powers, FAU hasn't done anything really ever and New York City showed out 20,000. It cared to a lot of people. Mm. A lot of people cared about it up in New York City. It mattered to a lot of people. 20,000 people standing, okay? This is the pinnacle of the sport, the Elite Eight for the right to go to the Final Four. And I'm calling it. And Kansas State pulls to within one out of three from the right wing. And I see a text on my phone in front of me. It says, Ken, you disconnected from the producer back down here in West Palm Beach on the FAU radio network. I think to myself, oh, that sucks. But usually when you see that, just a little peek behind the curtain uh, in the, the radio industry, okay? Especially when you do a lot of remote broadcasting like I do, play-by-play. And with FAU, I think it's important to note, I am the one-man band. There is no analyst. There is no engineer. There is me. I am all three entities to a college, oh, actually all four entities to a college basketball broadcast. Pre-game host, play-by-play, halftime host, play-by-play, post-game host, analyst, engineer. I cover it all. Yeah, and people kept asking me about that. They're like, he seriously is doing that thing solo? He's been doing that all year? I said, hey, I just learned about this in Columbus, but yes, I can confirm. Yeah, not even Theo knew. (laughs) Theo Theo was stunned when he showed up to Columbus for the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament, and he's like, where's your broadcast partner? I'm like, what broadcast partner? (laughs) And it's not just this year that I've been doing it by myself. It's been one, two, three, carry the five, 17 years Mm -hmm. I've done it like that. And it was at that moment, it was like... Oh damn! I'm gonna have to help. Yeah, like, well, but also, like, I'm, I see all the seats next to him. The NCAA tournament still treats as if, as if you need four chairs. Rich, I'm not gonna say no <laughs> yeah. to. I want to spread so, out, bro. Keep, so yeah, everybody, don't don't tweet this part out if you yeah, are yeah. clipping. No, don't I actually let the have NCAA a team of four. I have a, I have a four person team. Yes. So Ken gets four seats down there courtside, and when I first ran into him the first game before the Memphis game in Columbus, I tap him on the shoulder. I'm like, you look a little busy. I'm like, what's up? He's like, no, I'll take a seat. Yeah. I'm thinking the engineer's going to pull me up. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, the color guy's going to pull on, up. dude. Nothing. You can tell Theo hasn't been down here long because yeah. he doesn't really know how the inner workings of FAU work. <laughs> if you think that FAU for basketball is sending anyone other than me, they have the money to do that, you mm-hmm. are sorely mistaken. I learned. Uh, there's, I a learned. Re- there's a reason FAU has let me hang around for 17 years because I'm cheap. I come cheap. <laughs> I come cheap, cheap. I'm a cheap date. I'm a cheap date. Um, McDonald's in a movie. That's right. <laughs> so I look down at my phone and disconnect it. All right, that's, that's okay. There's no reason to panic. It's unfortunate. We probably last the la- lost the last couple of seconds, but usually that means, and the piece of broadcast equipment I have, you just plug in an Ethernet connection, a hardwired Ethernet connection, like you in your office, it's your cubicle. Chances are, especially if you have a desktop, Ethernet cord. Pretty, pretty typical. Yeah. Pretty simple. And it works. In 2023, that's sort of just what everybody has access to if you have a home office or you're in your office, still working in your office. So... All you have to do, 
is press, there's a touch screen on this piece, broadcast equipment. You press connect and you're reconnected. That's typically the troubleshoot for a problem like that. But I pressed it, nothing. Hmm. Well, sometimes it needs a little time to work itself out. Press it a second time, nothing. Hmm. I'm like, huh. This is concerning. That was the first time it occurred to me, uh-oh, I might have a significant problem here. I'm like, I'll give it a third try. Nothing. Mother bleeper. So then, on the side of this piece of broadcast equipment, how you know you have an internet connection is where you plug in the Ethernet wire, it starts flashing green and yellow. There's a green and yellow flashing light. That tells you, hey, we're, this piece of equipment is reading the internet connection. I looked at the side of it. This is when I think Theo probably started to realize yeah. there was an issue because yeah. he was sitting directly to my left. I look, everything's dark. Oh, my goodness. And then I knew I had a significant problem. So I just thought maybe, hey, it's my Ethernet connection, my individual Ethernet connection that has the issue. Quick fix. I've got a bunch of people around me. It's okay. And so the way that this is laid out at Madison Square Garden, okay, there were two rows of media. If you were watching the game on Saturday, I was to your bottom right in the, in the right front court, okay? So that was the side FAU had the ball on the entire second half. It's about this time, if you were watching in the second half, and you can go back and watch a replay, you started to see someone with a, uh, a, a red shirt on start fidgeting on the lower right portion of your screen, and you might be wondering, what is that guy doing? Well, it's me starting to freak the bleep out. Mm, that's mm. what that is, okay? So if you go back, you see that, that's what's happening. But I had Theo to my left. I had John Evanson from CBS 12 on the other side of Theo to my left, okay? And then to my right, it's Matt Norlander from CBS, their lead basketball writer, and Andy Katz, formerly of ESPN, now with the NCAA, covers all things March Madness. I have, uh, and, and then uh, to, to his right, it was someone from Fox Sports. Uh, so they start to like glance over because they say me, see me not talking any longer while the game's going on and sort of fidgeting around a little bit and wondering what's happening. So I ask Matt Norlander, I'm like, hey, Matt, can I, um, can I use your Ethernet connection? Because every, every single media member has their own Ethernet cord. Just provided by the NCAA. It's right there for you. Just plug in. No big deal. I looked to my right. None of these journalists had their laptops plugged into it. Mm. So I couldn't even ask anybody, hey, is your laptop working with that? Because nobody had it plugged in. They were using the Wi-Fi at Madison Square Garden, which was surprisingly strong considering really everything good. else at that arena was kind of poorly put together. We'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. Um, but I plug in Matt Norlander's Ethernet connection. No flashing lights. Andy Katz, can I use your Ethernet connection? Plug in. No flashing lights. That was the old bleep moment. Because at that point, Mike Forrest is going to the free throw line for FAU for the first of what um, ended up being four free throws. There's 18 and 6, 10 seconds left on the clock. I've been calling FAU games for 17 years. So many losing seasons. So much disappointment. Single win campaigns. And now they're 18 seconds potentially from the final four. And I have lost my connection to South Florida and to the FAU radio network. So then I asked the, asked the producer back in South Florida, hey, can I have the hotline number to the studio so I can patch through? At the very least, I wanted to salvage something. And if I had to do it on a cell phone, it sucks. And it's one of the biggest disappointments of my career, but at least there's something, right? The producer goes, oh, I don't know the number. Oh. 
Uh, and and in all fairness, in all fairness to this producer and, and Preston is, Preston Fields is his name. He is awesome. He is yeah. excellent. Does good work. And I wouldn't expect him to know the number because he doesn't. He doesn't. Um, other than than FAU, he doesn't host any live shows. He's not a producer for live shows. So why would he know the hotline number, mm. right? Um, it begs the question why the hotline number isn't like up in the studio somewhere, but that's a different <laughs> discussion for a different time. I don't right? think we have that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a great call. Actually. <laughs> it begs the question around. why isn't the, the, the number in here, too? Right, right. That's actually, uh, we, this is a double yes, uh, yes, problem here. Yes. Um, so I felt bad because I was on the phone with him on his cell phone and I said, Are you bleeping kidding me, dude? Come on, man. Like, and I don't, and Stone, you've worked with me for a while now. And like the capacity in which I work with him is similar, though not the same, because you're a co-host as well to the relationship that I have with you on this show. And I've never, I've never gotten to a point where I'm like, Stone, are you freaking kidding me, man? Like, come on, get better. I felt bad because that absolutely happened in this moment Mm. when I was panicking in New York City. It's the big, um, biggest moment of your career, right? There. It is. It's is like it? that's the thing. It is the biggest moment of my career. Yeah. I, I I may never have a chance to do that ever, ever, ever again. So in that moment, I'll admit I lost my cool. Like I did. Are you bleeping kidding me, man? Come on, be as, better as you should have. But also, you were. It was this before or after you were under the table. Because so <laughs> th- that was that was. I actually after, said right? that I think while I was under the table. Oh, okay. so at one point. I crawl under. So the, this is when I knew it was real. The, yeah, this going table on. court side. This table court side. It had a um, a, a tablecloth yeah, over like a it. Curtain, yeah, yeah. a curtain. Um, so I had to peel it back because I'm like, well, maybe I can find where the Ethernet connection, where the source of the internet is coming from, so I can see if maybe someone accidentally right. kicked it out of of the modem or whatever box it was attached to. Because I've had that happen to me before where you're at a place and someone accidentally kicks the Ethernet cord. The problem is, at a place like Madison Square Garden, that yeah. stuff's usually under the floor. So there was no way I was finding it. But I'm, I'm desperate at this point. So give a glance under there, nothing. I can't trace where the Ethernet, my Ethernet cord is coming from. There's wires everywhere. Because we're right next to the TBS broadcast as yeah. well. Brian Anderson is sitting like three spots away from me. So once you get the TV cords uh, mixed up with what you're doing and laptops and things like that, there's no chance. There's no shot. And again, I keep looking up at the clock at Madison Square Garden, the most famous arena in the world, the Mecca, and I see 18.6. 18.6. If I don't get this figured out, I'm not on the air, and I don't have a studio line, so I, I'm just going to miss it. I'm not even going to have it. It's going to be lost into the ether, and my career, the top moment of my career, I will never be able to realize it because of this Ethernet situation. So as you can imagine, and Stone, you've seen me in action when I need to troubleshoot. I typically can keep my head, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't. I'm very neurotic, and I'm very emotional, and I can have a temper. But in spots like that, it doesn't do any good to, to lose your cool because then you're not thinking clearly. But here, I mean, I was desperate. It was a desperate panic I was going through. So I, I feel bad. Like I'm, uh, you've got Matt Norlander and Andy Katz. Let me set the scene here. Matt Norlander, Andy Katz to my right again. Theo John Evanson to my left. TBS broadcast right next to them to their left. And I am, I mean, I'm just, Theo heard it. Yeah. You've got to be bleeping kidding me. How is this bleeping possible? How is this bleeping happening? I mean, Theo saw me in a very vulnerable, bad moment. And 
To Theo's credit, and brother, I, I, I thank you sincerely because you immediately jumped into action and there was nothing you could do. There was nothing but you I kept could asking, do. you kept asking, <laughs> what can I do? How can I help? What? Like, you forgot the game. Yes. You've got this masterpiece that's playing out in front of you. Drama galore playing out in front of you and your focus was not that and like, oh, well, there's nothing I can do for Ken, so I'm just going to sit here. No, like you you jumped in and tried to have your boys back. And, and honestly, bottom of my heart, I appreciate the hell out of that because I'm not sure I get this eventually figured out if it's not for you at least your presence helped me stop from freaking out for a moment where I could clear my head and think a little bit yeah and the main thing I was trying to do is just reminding you that you're not alone if you need to you to send me out there to run and grab somebody I could do it if you need so like I was but from the jump of this thing and I told you this you know uh when we were in Columbus that very first game I missed the Nick Boyd lefty layup because I was recording you because right, I'm thinking right. this. I mean, before Nick Boyd makes that layup, FAU's down. I'm thinking this is your first ever tournament game that you're calling. I wanted you to have video of the call you were doing. Uh, so I missed that. And then also at MSG, not just me, but John and, and the guys to the right of us. and every, We were all watching you yeah. in those final seconds because of how – Frantic it was and trying to make sure that you were okay. And it's not like I can stand up and just start like, ah, damn the world. (laughs) Like, I can't do that. I'm courtside at Madison Square Garden in the Elite Eight. So I'm trying to do things as discreetly as possible (laughs) because I also don't want to bring attention to what I'm going through. It was impossible. We Uh, were all watching you. Right. But but everybody was watching me because, like, I'm desperately trying to figure things out. So I'm crawling under the table. I'm looking behind me. I'm doing all these things. And and so I've got, and and, and credit too to John Evanson of CBS 12 because he also, he has no, he doesn't worry. Like, Theo's my boy. Yeah. Theo not only is a teammate, but he's my boy. We go back. So he, right. So he, he is is obviously inclined because he's got a good heart to help me. John Evanson doesn't have to give a damn about me or what I'm doing. I know John. I don't have a, a, a tight bond like going to have beers with John. I've got a cordial relationship with John Evanson of CBS 12, but he also started dropping everything to help out. So I got Theo and John like, what can we do? What can we do? And I had to say like, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. And it would not have happened though if not for Theo, who was an absolute saint, godsend in that spot. John Evanson, CBS 12, even Matt Norlander, Andy Katz, those people allowing me to be a complete psychopath because they got it, they understood it, they felt mm. sympathy and empathy to me for what I was going through, and it ended up in a lot of those spots, there's not a happy ending, and maybe for some listening, it might not mean much to you that that I was able to have for a session for a second, good as well. Kansas State doesn't have any timeouts. The inbound from Sills. Here comes Noel up the near side, left front court. Three seconds now, two. Noel throws him to shoot. High right. It's stripped away by Davis. He stole it. Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic is going to the Final Four. One of the most improbable stories in college basketball history has just played out in New York City. Houston, you have a problem. Florida Atlantic is coming to town looking for a trophy. It's going to the final four. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. 
So, scale of 1 to 10, how self-serving was that opening 30 minutes of the show? Like, I... <laughs> it, it is now just occurring to me just how self-promoting that whole thing Well, let us answer. It's, it's uh, a... I would, I would say at most it's a three because it's also a story that only you can tell and the people kind of do want to hear it. Like, at this point, everybody knows FAU's in the Final Four. Yeah. At this point, we're a couple days away or, or removed from it, but that story hasn't been told in full, especially for this market who I think cares the most. Right, Stone? Like, that wasn't compelling stuff. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I'd go with a three. I was going to say a four originally, but Theo's going to make me say a three, right? I can't be any higher than, than but Theo. But for anybody who listens to Ken Levicka or knows you personally... Dude, it's on brand. It, it is right up there with what people would expect, and therefore, it's beautiful. None of it was self-serving. I was about to say, what part was was on brand? Him being self-serving or, or, him, like, or the, the problem the, that happened? Or that the end goal was him getting the final four, yeah. heading into the... Whatever. No, none of it was self-serving. No, man. Come on. Come I on, mean, man. I guess I do have the, the my name on this race. This is your show. show. This so is it's your not show. Like, I mean, I go into every day with a little bit of ego, right? All right, fine. Fine. I appreciate that. Um, uh, so let me tell you real quick about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. If if I could regale you real quick with the greatness of Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. I'm lucky, by the way, that getting under that table, I didn't come up with joint pain, shoulder pain, have, have issues, body issues. I almost man, kicked you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they almost, <laughs> almost kicked me. I was definitely uh, stretching my body to its full potential trying to find an Ethernet connection to Madison Square Garden. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, need to see an expert in the field, it's Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho it is unreal florida atlantic and miami fau and miami are both in the final four it is one of the most unreal unexpected stunning jaw-dropping belief-defying Sports stories in South Florida history. It doesn't make any sense. And yet here we are. Florida Atlantic has won 35 games mm. in a college basketball season. Miami, after numerous close calls under Jim Larinaga, has finally, with one of the most difficult paths in the tournament, found its way into the Final Four, including keeping Houston from having a home game and keeping Texas from having a home game at Energy Stadium in Houston, side of the Final Four. It's unreal. Florida Atlantic and Miami in the Final Four is the biggest sports story in South Florida since when? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Is it the decision? Is it a Marlins World Championship, one of the two? What is it? This is the biggest Sports story in South Florida since when? FAU and Miami in the Final Four. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's start off here on Ken Levicka Live. Let's go to the phones. And it is our, our good friend, our teammate, former WPTV on News Channel 5 anchor Ryan Lieber with us here on Ken Levicka Live. What's up, Liebs? 
Guys, I just, first of all, Kenny, I know I texted you. I know you said you had just probably hundreds of hundreds of people. Yeah, I'm so sorry, man. I'm so backlogged. I'm terrible at responding to texts anyways, but especially now when my phone is just devastated with texts. I'm sorry, dude. No, listen, there is no need to apologize. I was just so happy for you. After everything that you have seen and done for this program, it, it is so awesome that you got the opportunity to call uh, just basically a life-changing moment in your career. So I couldn't be happier for you personally as someone who has seen you grow in this business. So it's, it's so great. And obviously the close call that you had, uh, it just makes me happier that, <laughs> Theo, you were there for the assist to make that happen. So great job by you, buddy. And, Theo, of course, you're you know sort of new to the Palm Beach area, but – for you to be able to cover this story, obviously, that is just such a highlight for your career as well. And yeah, I feel like I don't deserve it, man. From... I feel like I don't oh, deserve no, no, it no. sitting this... next to Ken who's been in the, in the trenches. I'm like, I just popped up and we're in the Final Four. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty incredible. And listen, I, I mean, obviously, like everybody else, have been a fan watching this all unfold. And certainly I've gotten the chance to go to a couple of games this year and see them in person. Um, but, you know, for me, knowing, and Ken, you can relate to this too, be it when I did work at Channel 5 and I covered this team back in the day when Mike Jarvis was the head coach or Sidney Green was the head coach or Rex Walters, Matt Doherty, the list of coaches that we've seen come and go, and, and the players that, you know, we've, we've seen come through the program, and really just the fact that fans would – roll in maybe for a half or a quarter of a half and take off right. and see maybe 100, 200 people in the crowd uh, to see what it is now. It's, it's unbelievable, and I'm just happy that I can see this all unfold because nothing, nothing is better than covering an NCAA tournament. It's different than a bowl game. It's different than college baseball. So for you guys to be able to experience this up close and have that opportunity – uh, I'm just happy for both of you guys, and I, I think it's just incredible to see this happening here in Palm Beach County. Well, I appreciate you, brother, and and, and thank you for uh, for checking in with us. And uh, you you saw a lot of lean times. Uh, you were you predate me uh, by several years here uh, here in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast, and so you and I have seen plenty of fifty to sixty people sitting in stands. It used to be where I, I look across the way, and the lower part of the stands on the far side in a twenty nine hundred seat arena, with then pockets of people behind me on the home side. I'd say, yeah, not bad, not bad, good turnout. <laughs> and now there's no coming back from from seven straight sellouts mm. at this arena, at the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena, and then now the Final Four. So, Libio, thank you for checking in, brother. You got it, guys. Continue the road. I, I, I Like everybody else, I want to see FAU in Miami in the championship. It would be so unbelievable. Mm. Little quick stat, I'll leave you guys with this. Okay. Only two times in the history of the NCAA tournament – that two teams from the same state played each other in the championship game. It was Cincinnati and Ohio State in 1961 and 1962. They're 109 miles apart. If FAU and Miami meet in the championship, it'll be the closest proximity of two schools ever to play in the national championship game, 60 miles. So I think it would be unbelievable to see. I hope it happens because it would just be unbelievable to see a championship of people from Jupiter to Key West that would care about this. And, and, and I don't care. 
But just to add to that, and by no. the way, that's awesome because I think a lot of people would would have assumed that Duke and North Carolina I, played I mean, in a title game, and that has not happened. It's happened in a Final Four, but not in a championship game. Um, Florida Atlantic and Miami played last year in Boca, and Isaiah Wong nipped FAU at the buzzer mm. with a layup. Mm. So these two teams, familiar with one another, and played a game to the final possession last year in Boca Raton as well. Leaves, thanks, brother. Appreciate that. Ken LeVig alive here on ESPN 106.3. FAU Miami in the final four together is the biggest South Florida sports story since when? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV 106.3. We'll keep taking your phone calls. We're getting caught up. We're going to roll through your calls. Promise we're going to get to you. Social media jam-packed as well. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Florida Atlantic is in the final four. San Diego State, the opponent, 6.09 Eastern time. National semifinal number one on Saturday in Theo's, well, one of his hometowns. I don't know if it's Kansas. No, one of his eight. Kansas this, City, Kansas, or Topeka, Kansas. This, no, this is it. <laughs> this is Ace Town, baby. Ace Town, Houston, the hometown. Ace Town, City of the Purple Sprites, Splash Town, baby. I, <laughs> I can't wait to get home, man. I, I've been getting text calls like, "Yo, pull up when you get into the city." I'm trying to beat y'all there. I'm trying to beat the team there, man. Really? I'm trying to. I was going. Right. I, I have a flight right now that's for tomorrow, but I think I'm going to end up pushing it back to Wednesday morning. Got it. I got a little too excited. <laughs> I need to get things settled on the uh, home base yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, allow your life to be put back in order here. Yes. Uh, so, so I'm just curious because this is so... There's no way anybody could predict this. Nobody could predict this. Florida Atlantic and Miami are in the Final Four. This is the biggest South Florida sports story since when? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Is it a Miami Hurricanes National Championship? Is it a specific Orange Bowl? Is it the the, the Big Three like, what, what is this the biggest sports story since when down here in South Florida? 888-760-3776. Let's go to Nana Crystal. She's on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, Nana Crystal. Hey, hey, hey. Go out. <laughs> off. The coach Man. Dusty and the team. How good what is this? Great press for Florida uh-uh, across the nation. It's awesome. And not a crystal like you see, and I know that, that you watch a lot of ball. Like, they went up against a team that wanted to bully them in the Sweet 16 in Tennessee, beat them, went up against a team that wanted to superstar them in the Elite Eight, Marquise Noel and Kansas State, beat them. These guys adapt to any style of basketball. It's awesome. It's awesome. But I want to also give a hat off to you, Ken. Before honor comes humility. And you took a humiliating circumstance and handled it in great fashion. It was your one shining moment, too, man. Yeah. Mm. And I appreciate that, Nana Crystal. And you know, and you, I mean, you and I have talked about it before. I don't like to, like, especially something like this. I'm not playing. Make, especially don't want to make this about myself. But that was, 
I'm sure a lot of people have been in a moment where they think like, oh, God, it's despair. I was in despair, and we found a way to, to make it work. It's, it, it definitely is fulfilling, no doubt about it, and it's awesome you to be a part of You didn't let it take you down. You didn't let it take you down. You didn't let it make you quit. You didn't get in your head. You got into action and handled your business like a pro. Nana Crystal, you're the best. I appreciate you. Thank you. Go Owls. Appreciate you hanging in with the team as well. Mm. I feel so good for those guys. Yeah, they man. have worked there asses off man and think about it this is a group of guys that still haven't gotten a proper tournament preview from any publication and they're in the final Every four t- have you did you see the final four previews yep. like even i, w- I felt I so disrespected still reading it i'm like yo it's still nothing about what they've done in the yeah. tournament it's all it's all like random little factoids right. they've either read up mm-hmm. on or- i'll say this i'll say this miami fans you can get as upset as you want over people focusing on nil and by the way that's trash that's garbage yeah, that's like, lazy yeah. Um, uh, but at least Miami previews do talk about Omir. They talk about Pac. They talk about Wong. They talk about Jim Laranega. With FAU, it's always, hey, Dusty May was a manager under Bob Knight, and yeah. Nellie Davis swore in a post-game interview after the win over Fairleigh Dickinson. And, oh, yeah, Elijah Martin tried to dunk a ball yeah. at the end of the Fairleigh Dickinson game. That's all That's all there is still. it's It's a complete lack of wanting to actually give a full X's and O's breakdown to this FAU team, and it's infuriating. But you know what? Those guys, they don't, they don't care. Yeah. Like they're going to go and ball. Andy Katz did his thing again, yep. and this is where I'm done being nice with Andy Katz. <laughs> yep. Andy Katz, um, he, he once again, he's got power rankings every single round of this tournament from the Sweet 16 on. Guess who was number 16 of 16 in the Sweet 16? FAU. Mm. Guess who was uh, number 8 of 8 in the Elite 8? FAU. Yep. Guess who's number 4 of the Final Four uh, in Houston? FAU. He doesn't stop. And the FAU players even confronted him. Nick Boyd for FAU literally is the horn sounds. He goes, hugs Dusty. The first thing he does is make a beeline to Andy Katz, two seats away from me, to say, Andy, we told you. We told you. Stop disrespecting us. We told you. We're bulldogs. We're bulldogs. And Andy Katz took out his phone, filmed it, good times, haha. And still the audacity of that man to put <laughs> up a and, and he, he, he even it. told me flat out, he told he me flat it. out, all right, I believe in him now. I believe in him now. They're for real. And he still pulled that garbage. Still, number four out of four in the final four. You know what though? Fine. Yeah. Fine. Maybe it's a bit for him now, but fine. FAU has took it in stride, and I'm telling you. They eat that stuff up. Yeah, they eat it up. It only adds to it, man. And and I wanna I wanna give a I gotta throw some fire at a uh, Myron Metcalf ESPN, even though that's one of the big homies. That's a big onk in in, uh, in sports journalism. But like he put FAU fourth. I think he has Miami second. And for Miami, the whole Final Four preview all about NIL. Mm-hmm. For FAU, the whole Final Four preview only one mention of a player, and it was just Nelly Davis, like, and it was better. in the last sentence. It's so lazy. It just be better. So that means he's just looking at the statute on Nelly Davis. All right, uh, leading scorer uh, right, for FAU yeah. in the tournament. It's just lazy, lazy, lazy stuff. Not the fact that Giancarlo Rosado was perfect from the field mm. against Fairleigh Dickinson. Mm. Not the fact that B.J. Greenlee has hit countless critical threes down the stretch uh, in in these, these NCAA tournament games leading up to the Final Four. Not the flag that Vlad Golden went 14-13 against Kansas State. None of that. It's mm. oh, Nelly Davis leading score and and oh, Dusty May, Dusty May, Dusty May, yeah. Dusty May, Dusty May. By the way, Dusty May, who went up first to cut the net because he wanted to get out of there and make sure that the rest of his team got the attention when they cut the net after winning the East Region Championship. Let's not forget two weeks ago, I think it was ESPN, the worldwide leader in sports, called Dusty May Dustin. Dustin May, May. on a pre on a Come pre packaged on, yeah. piece they ran on sports. Yep. Yeah. 
You've got to get that approved. You're like three so levels of people so many on, a, on a graphic to put on that. It was Dustin May. Dustin May. And then, and then, who's your boy from HBO who does some stuff play-by-play for for ESPN? He was hosting Get Up and Place a Greenie. Uh, he's kind of oh, loud, um, vivacious. Uh, oh, and I, uh, Ryan... I know exactly what you're talking about. I think his name is Ryan. First name, Ryan. Yeah, but he, he, he called Dusty May um, uh, Sean May. On what platform? And get up to end their oh, interview when man. we were in New York City. That's God! So, I heard Dusty got up early and did uh, ABC as well. He did do ABC. My buddy, today show this morning. This dude's all over the place. I was talking to my buddy. A uh, funny story about that. My buddy's the morning EP for ABC, and I was talking to him ahead of that Kansas State game, and I was like, yo, book book the FAU Isles, bro. And he actually went and did it. He booked them before the game, uh, before the Elite Eight game against K-State for that next morning. Dusty and the FAU agreed to it. Yeah. They get the win, and it's Dusty and um and and uh Mike Forrest on on Love it. ABC in the morning. Crazy. Again, the, the the disrespect or the complete lack of wanting to do any sort of research or give anything meaningful about FAU it it makes me it makes me hot and not in a good way. Like it it's <laughs> it, it angers me. But uh, speaking of hot EDS air conditioning, mm. it, it's going to be ninety degrees today. Ninety degrees tomorrow. Palm Beach County Treasure Coast. You got to make sure your AC is working. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train, folks. The grace period for cooler winter weather has passed. You missed your window if uh, you didn't get your AC looked at, repair or replace. I'm constantly telling you, you got to figure out now if you've got an old AC unit. Is it time to repair or replace? If the warning signs, if the red flags are starting to pop up, EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS is yes. They have been doing it since 2006. They're family-owned and operated. They make appointment schedules around you and your time, and they want you to think about it, repair or replace. Either way, EDS has your back. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. That's EDS. EDS is yes. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Florida Atlantic going H-Town, Houston, San Diego State taking on FAU. National semifinal number one. The final four. Miami takes on a UConn. Now, both FAU and Miami are the dogs, right, Stone? They're the dogs in the in the final four. That is correct. Two and a half, one and a half. It's down to two and a half? No, I, it's, uh, that would be Miami. Her, that would be Miami. I bust a lift. I thought they right. were five yesterday, weren't they? <laughs> Let's see here. Right I, had, now, I had open at two. I did see four yesterday. I mean, it's going all over Caesar, the place. Yeah, it's, it's, so Caesars, mm. it opened at five and a half. UConn's now a five-point favorite, according to Caesars. And it depends on the book, right? But FAU started as a one-and-a-half-point underdog. It's up to two now. But that is that is tracking with where the Kansas State line was against FAU. Yeah, Florida Atlantic two-point dogs, and the Canes are still sitting at five. Yeah, it definitely varies what book because the amount of money that are coming in on these games is astronomical. So, as Ryan Lieber said, if FAU and Miami get to the championship game, oh. it's the closest proximity national championship game in the history of the sport. In the history of the sport. Man. It is massive for this area, massive for South Florida. This is the college basketball capital of the world. Nova Southeastern undefeated season, D2 national champ. Shout out. Shout, big shout. 
Big shout out Ryan, saw, Martin uh, County product there. Uh, Dusty May talked about in his postgame press conference after they beat Kansas State in the Elite Eight. These dudes scrimmage Nova Southeastern because Dusty has talked about them a number of years. Like they're so well coached mm. and they press and they're nasty and they score. And so he specifically in the preseason set up a scrimmage with Nova Southeastern and FAU beat them. And that's when Dusty thought, you know what, we might have something going here. If you can get by Nova Southeastern the way we did, there might be something special happening here. And sure enough, 35 wins later, Ooh. Final Four trip later, there you are. There you are. How about that? How cool is that, too? The D2 Nova Southeastern, the barometer to Dusty May of where his basketball team is. That's sick. That's the ultimate respect right there. Yeah, it shows you how good that team is. Undefeated, run. Um, just And they were just just will, killing teams, boat racing teams throughout that, yeah. that tournament. I, I love that they team They put up like well. 118 in the D2 National Championship yeah. game. That's wild. I was blessed enough to see them in the first round of the uh, NCAA D2 tournament. I was there um, for... My cousin-in-law, soon-to-be cousin-in-law, who played for Tuskegee oh, okay. in the first round of that one. So I saw Nova Southeastern. They, they look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it worked out. <laughs> it absolutely did. Uh, so so FAU and Miami being in the Final Four at the same time. It's the biggest South Florida sports story since when? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Segway Sean in Palm Beach Gardens with us on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, Sean. Gentlemen, thanks, thanks for taking my call. Uh, you know, I can't remember in, in recent history any, anything really like this. Um, honestly, though, I just called to congratulate you. And, um, you know, before the break, honestly, I don't know how they're expecting you to do on-air live reads right now for any kind of advertising <laughs> credit at all. But just solid effort with the EDS. Good job. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, just congratulations to you and the team. And, and really don't. Don't take anything like you said this morning. You were worried that everybody was kind. Of, you were shedding light on yourself as opposed to the team. Come on, man! If you listen to you every day, you are FAU basketball and football. As I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, and I mean, if, if you don't want to listen to stories like that from Ken Levicka, don't listen to Ken Levicka live. As far mm. as this mm. Great stuff. I great pre- stuff. Love hearing it. You guys have a great day, man. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate you. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. FAU and Miami in the Final Four, the biggest South Florida sports story since when? Sweep tweets in the Heat bubble run. That's a good one. I mean, I yeah. and, and think about it, too. The Heat bubble run, there's really nothing going on while that's happening. That was going into the COVID college football season. I remember sitting with Willie Taggart doing an FAU coaches show uh, the day after FAU clinched the Eastern Conference title against the Celtics. FAU had not yet played a game. Uh, it was We were still trying to figure out what the college football season was going to look like, what the NFL season was going to look like. Uh, you had the bubble. That, that still is the most pure NBA basketball that's ever been played was in that bubble because you didn't have crowds. You didn't have the travel influence. It was strictly roll the ball out onto the floor and let's get after it. And that's why I think that the Heat bubble run going to the title, the Lakers winning the title, that's the most legitimate title that's ever been won in NBA history because it had the least amount of potential to distract outside influences. Mm. That, that was... Excellent, and that's a good one because there was nothing else going on down here. South Florida was all locked in on the heat going to the finals. Well, most most players and teams in the bubbles didn't have distractions. Uh, Sands Daniel House of the Rockets, who uh, he, he found a way to sneak yeah, in a distraction yeah, or two there. He had a, he had a visitor. He had a friend. Yeah, yeah but, but outside of that, yeah, zero distractions. And that heat bubble run was a good call because also there was less distractions just in life. Like we were stuck 
yeah. kind of just doing nothing outside of just like kind of the, floating in our existence at that point. Yeah, you, obviously they had the protest type stuff going on, and the you know that was it was either that or the bubble, and that yeah. was pretty much everything everybody was talking about or watching. Remember when the MLS had their welcome back tournament from uh, those random fields at the Disney complex in Orlando, <laughs> and we were all like, I, for me as a soccer fan, I'm like, oh god, it's going to be awesome. Thank God. And looking back, just like man, that kind of sucked. That whole time sucked. I was watching highlights of when Gonzaga hit the half-court shot to beat UCLA in the Final Four in oh, Indy, man. and there's just, I don't know, there's there's a couple hundred people in there in a moment that should be one of the all-time greats, but it's just, it, looking back now, in the moment, you're like, that's amazing, but it, it, looking back now, you're like, God, what a missed opportunity to have that be one of the greatest moments in, in, in sports history. Right. Shout out to you, Ken, for uh, throwing the phrase around most pure basketball that's ever been played in the bubble. Yeah, no, it, it was a legit. It's as it's as legitimate a title as has ever been claimed. Oh wow, that's yeah, awesome. But that's why I hate the fraud title, fraud championship. Yeah. Uh, now the the Lakers, after their bubble championship, fell off the face of the earth. Hey, the hey, heat, hey. The Heat, meanwhile, maintained. They were <laughs> yeah. able to build off yeah. of that. Two years later, they are on the precipice. They came an inch away from a Jimmy Butler three going back to the finals. Um, but but that, anybody who wishes to disparage that bubble run for either of those teams, you just don't know what you're talking about. You just do not know. Mm. Uh, Cordell tweets in, FAU Miami Final Four, same time. The biggest South Florida sports story since LeBron, the Taking My Talents to South Beach live interview. That's got to be the one, right? July, what, 8th, 2010? Yeah. Now, is is the Taking My Talents to South Beach, and I think you can make a legitimate case, a bigger story than like the big three coming together and winning the two championships? Yeah. What do people remember more? What has had bigger staying power culturally? Has it been the Heat titles, or has it been that interview? And I think you can make the case, Taking My Talents to South Beach might be when all is said and done, right. a more legitimate memory than the two championships. Yeah, so ask yourself in 25 years, what's going to be remembered more? It's got to be the decision. Yeah. That, that had a documentary, that has a name and everything. Not just a championship run. team have had that, it, but it has a whole thing. It's going to be remembered. Uh, Coach EC tweets, the death of Jose Fernandez. Biggest sports, sports story since Jose Fernandez. Can you look up, can you look up uh, when that happened again? What year? Stone, because I everything seems it is it is fairly recent, but everything I I mean, COVID screwed up my my internal ability to determine distance from now, yeah, from the past. Like if if somebody said it was ten years ago or three years ago, I would believe them. I remember. I I think (laughs) that's the middle of that. I think Jose Fernandez. It might not be the biggest sports story um, uh, prior to FAU Miami in the Final Four, but it's certainly the most devastating, right? It's you know, definitely the most devastating yeah. sports story. Can't yeah, but, going off the top of the head, but also not the vibe we were going for. No, not at all. But but, but but we didn't we didn't specify September twenty fifth, two thousand and sixteen. Wow, that was two thousand sixteen wow. already. Yeah, wow. Are you kidding me? That's yep. crazy. That's actually crazy. Yep, that was two thousand. No, I'm it wasn't two thousand nineteen. His career and his life would come to an end in the early morning hours of September twenty fifth, twenty sixteen, when his thirty two foot boat blah 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 blah. How has it been nearly seven, six That's years? That's crazy. Oh, my God. But I it, thought it was much more recent than that. Yeah. But that's the thing, and, and the more I started trying to think about it, I tried. A lot of times, the the easiest way to kind of depict when something happened is remember where you were when you were like dealing with it or remembering it. Like, and I couldn't put myself. I can't remember what the heck was going on. So, 2016, I guess. Adds wow, up. that is crazy. Yeah. Um, I remember my jaw legitimately dropping at the news of that. 
It was just so, like, I don't know why. Like It was just so, and, and I know Kobe happened, and that was devastating, but the Jose Fernandez, I had a literal visceral reaction to that because it was so stunning. Like, it didn't make, and maybe because it was in season. I don't know what it was. Yeah. That was wild, wild. And it, unfortunately, the circumstances around it just suck. Uh, Mike tweets in, maybe just because March Madness is my favorite sporting event of the year, but this right now feels like the biggest thing in South Florida since the Heat Big Three. FAU winning arguably would be the biggest sports underdog story since Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson. Mm. Mm. I mean, it would be FAU winning the national championship. That would be it would be the biggest, they'd be the, the most significant, based on seed, yeah. the biggest the biggest Cinderella story in the history of the sport. Ever. But don't call them Cinderella. No, because they're not. Yeah. Because they have 35 wins, so they've been uh, near the top of the net rankings and Ken Palm all year. Yeah. They were so vastly underseeded, it's unfortunate it had to come to this. And FAU now, even though nobody wants to write a proper preview, Myron Medcalf. Come on, Myron dog. Medcalf wants to write a proper preview, even though they're going into the Final Four, wants to do any damn basic research about this team and tell a story <laughs> about this team more than just Dusty May was a manager under Bobby Knight at IU. And, hey, Nellie Davis is the leading scorer. That's garbage. That's trash. That's nonsense. Myron, bad job, dude. Bad job. Come on, Myron. Come on. Uh, you, you get paid dog, a lot of money at ESPN. Uh, you might want to put some effort into that. I'm just saying, call me and I'll help you. I'll help you for free. But for <laughs> the love of God, for Christ's sake, put some effort into documenting this FAU team that has the most wins in the sport and is going through one of the best seasons in the history of college basketball. Just maybe, maybe you can bring yourself to do that, Myron Medcalf. Come on. And also, like, just like what you said, if they're a nine seed, they win the national title. No one's ever done it, right? Them being Florida Atlantic and never have been to the tournament before, like, I think it's bigger than Buster Douglas. Like, I think if they win the national title, like, the documentaries and stuff around this is going to be like, this is the single most unpredictable sports story ever. Has to be. Yeah. And I think what puts in that one slot, and this is what I think is the coolest about it all, is these viewership numbers are going to surpass, I think, a bubble run, right? This is March Madness. Like, this is the Final mm. Four. Like, these numbers that we're going to see from TV, from radio, all on social media, this surpasses everything see, that we've spoken about saying so the far. Opposite. I don't know about that. People keep saying the opposite. Now, now, Stone, I, in a perfect world, yeah, in a perfect world, dopes wouldn't run supreme and you'd be right. The problem is dopes run supreme. Yeah. And so what's going to happen because of Elijah Mark and Martin trying to dunk on poor, poor coach, look at me, and Fairly <laughs> Dickinson, um, uh, Tobin, who, by the way, so look at me, he parlayed himself into the Iona job seconds after Fairly Dickinson got knocked out of the tournament. Because of that and because of the NIL, there's going to be a lot of salty people if it's FAU and Miami in the national championship game. I say bring it on. Um, and, oh, terrible numbers. going to be terrible numbers. No one wants to watch FAU San Diego State. Nobody wants to watch yeah. that. Nobody wants FAU Miami. It, it did When did everybody become... Uh, the ratings are going to suck. The TV ratings are going to be terrible. Hope you like the bad TV ratings. Hope the TV ratings... Hope you, uh, hope you enjoy that. This is terrible. TV ratings. Since when did... Bob, who yeah. works in acquisitions <laughs> at a UPS in in North Palm Beach, become the CEO of CBS. Yeah, the president of Turner. I don't care what you, Joanna, who is uh, a telemarketer based out of West Boca. I don't care what you think about the TV ratings yeah. with FAU involved. Nobody cares. It doesn't affect your life. And guess what? You're saying that. I am willing to bet that your two eyeballs are planted on that television Saturday night and Monday night. I promise, oh, TV ratings going to suck, not watching. Oh, <laughs> shut up. I, I bet my ass that you're watching at that. Another thing, Ken, is like 
we're the ones that Stupid are affected asses. negatively if the ratings are down. Like we're the like not anybody else. Like we're in the sports broadcasting industry. Every dollar that's not spent, every eye that's not on TV, trickle down effect does hurt us. So like we're they're the ones acting like they're more impacted by it. All the fans out there tweeting and commenting under every BR uh, Instagram post and every uh, Sports Center tweet. Like yeah, stop. Like, it's the fake outrage. TV ratings. TV ratings. T- oh, sorry, Nielsen. Yeah. Forgot you were an authority <laughs> on this stuff. Yeah. And, and I think I slipped up in using the word viewership, but I think what I was really reverting to was this was a March 19th. This was on CNN. It was that the new study has shown that March Madness cost the American economy almost $18 billion. Like this whole thing, this accumulation of March Madness, mm. yeah. the documentaries, and everybody that thinks go everything that's going to become from it. Yeah. I think it's huge. Yes. And and FAU winning if they if they were to win the national championship, and again, like Dusty May would kill me um, if I was in his presence, even saying these things because they truly are one singular possession sequence yeah. game at a time. They're locked in on San Diego State. Hey, he said three more wins after that Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, he said three That's more true. wins. That's true. On wax. Um, but when you get to the Final Four, you're not there to just show up. This FAU team has not been there to just show up. After they beat Tennessee in the Sweet 16, hey, dap up, dap up. Fans, thanks for coming. And it was right back to the locker room. Mm-hmm. You know? Like that's, that's how they operate. That is how they operate. FAU and Miami in the Final Four is the biggest sports story in South Florida since when? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. In the last 10 minutes, I've gotten three more media requests to talk about my Ethernet connection in the final <laughs> moments of the Kansas State uh, Elite Eight game. God, it's so like like Matrix, like weird, weird <laughs> to be have my own radio show and tell my story on my platform, but then other people want me to come on their platform to tell the story I already told on my radio show. But I don't want to be a jerk, right? I mean, Fred Love. Yeah, Jaron is in West Palm. Jaron's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Jaron. What's going on, gentlemen? How are you, brother? So here we go. Um, I guess the feeling that I have right now was the feeling that I had in 2017 when uh, the Hurricanes had that undefeated run, and we were like the used back, and we were number two. Yep, Notre Dame uh, game, that, all that stuff. Notre Dame game, we stomped Notre Dame. Uh, I mean, we, we I mean, the, the feeling going into that Pittsburgh game the, the day after Thanksgiving um, is what I'm feeling right now. Um, and, I mean, even though I'm a Miami fan, I'm, I'm very proud of FAU. I, like I don't, I can't help. It's like a watching, you know, that son that isn't necessarily your favorite son <laughs> start to make something of itself. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> start to, that that son that would talk back. I uh, can't stop getting in trouble at school, and all of a sudden he starts getting A's. He mm. starts doing some uh, some some charity work. You're like, you know what, man? Maybe we can salvage this dude. I like that. There it is. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a sense of pride, man, and I'm, I'm proud. I feel I feel kind of proud of my my, my Florida team right now. I love now. that. I love that, Jaron. Appreciate the call, man. Uh, I, listen, I've I have I have never truly like believed that there was a point where, as early as two years ago, I didn't think FAU would ever play in the NCAA tournament. I always told people. I think I told Stone this too that my lifelong dream would be to call an NCAA tournament game. If I could do that, I feel like no regrets. I can do that, and it's good. Getting to the NCAA tournament for FAU this year, I'm like, my God, thank God, finally. Crazy. Finally. They've gone ahead and went to the damn Final Four. <laughs> like, think about how insane that is. It's never enough for them. Oh, though. FAU in the NCAA tournament. Oh, my God. What a story. They're in the Final Four. Crazy. It's awesome. 
It is awesome. Uh, who wants to tell me about Duffy's? Anyone want to tell me about Duffy's? Anyone want to tell me about Duffy's? You want to tell me about Duffy's? Anybody want some Duffy's? Come on. Duffy's Sports Grill watching FAU. I know people were getting into it. I mean, I could most definitely go for some right now. Go go for uh, some of those uh, Southwest egg rolls, maybe a little bit of the uh, the brownie sundae. What are we thinking here? My least favorite part. Look, my least favorite part about being on the road so long, about being out, is that I couldn't have some Duffy's, man. Like, I'm kind of, and we had all those watch parties for the Owls in Boca Raton and in Coral everywhere, I think in Coral Coral Gables, maybe Coral Springs. Duffy's was lit up with Owls fans. So, look, we're going to do it again. Calling all sports fans. Grab your MVP card and head to Duffy's where you can catch all of the action. And there's still action left thanks to those FAU Owls. You don't have an MVP card? Sign up for free and start earning rewards today. Duffy's is voted the best sports grill year after year with their award-winning burgers and wings. Don't forget your Duffy's uh, famous two-for-one drinks all day, every day. That's my favorite. You get one drink, then you get another one for the same price of one. And with over 80 TVs in each location, you'll never miss a minute of the game. Visit Duffy'sMVP.com to learn more. And remember, Duffy's, our game, is always on. Theo Dorsey is digging through Twitter to find you the great things, but also... The muck, the grossness, the bile that is the recesses of the darkest places of Twitter to bring you the trash from the bird app. Twitter trash, Twitter treasure when we return. He's Theodore CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Big, 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 big week here in South Florida. Florida Atlantic, Miami, Final Four bound. FAU, I know for a fact, is heading out Wednesday. I don't know anything about Miami. I hope they play well. I don't care. It's all about FAU, baby. Florida Atlantic in the Final Four. I know they're leading, again, they're leaving Wednesday. And we're all locked in on college basketball. This is one of the biggest, biggest weeks in South Florida sports history. So it's fitting that the biggest sporting event in the game of polo is right here in Palm Beach County as well, starting this week. It opens Wednesday at the legendary U.S. Polo Association Stadium, USPA National Polo Center. It's the U.S. Open Polo Championship, the most prestigious polo tournament In the entire United States, the apex of the Florida high goal season. Now get this, in 1904, the first U.S. Open was held in the Bronx. Then after the inaugural U.S. Open, the tournament wasn't played again until 1910. It's been played in New York City, Rhode Island, Illinois, Texas, Kentucky, right here in Florida. In 2004, it was the centennial year. The U.S. Open relocated to the National Polo Center, where it's been ever since. And it gets going Wednesday. Goes through April 23rd. In 2020, tournament canceled for the first time since World War II. It is so good to have this back. Individual record holder of wins, Guillermo Mimo Gracida Jr. 16 total championships. The U.S. Open Final going to be aired on the ESPN family of brands. All you have to do is check your local listings. Hashtag internet. U.S. Polo Association. The U.S. National Polo Center Stadium. And make sure... 
that you are getting official club and tournament merchandise on sale at the retail shop, the National Polo Center, every Sunday, as well as online, USPAPro.com. The U.S. Open Polo Championship, USPA National Polo Center, U.S. Polo Association Stadium. Do not miss this. Starting Wednesday, going through April 23rd, the biggest sporting event in the game of polo, the U.S. Open Polo Championship in Wellington at the USPA National Polo Center. There's a lot of stuff going on, man. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, one quick thing. It was so badass to watch uh, walk out of Madison Square Garden Saturday night after FAU beat Kansas State. And so the guys celebrated, cut down the nets. Uh, they they went over, taunted Andy Katz, uh, <laughs> then went to the locker room, partied in there. Uh, Jerome Tang, Kansas State head coach. After Twitter trash, Twitter treasure stone. We'll listen to Jerome Tang, Kansas State head coach, and his meeting with the FAU players in the locker room. Mm. Uh, but to walk finally out of MSG and to look to your right, and to see the Empire State Building, and it's lit up in blue and red mm. for FAU, mm. that's, that, is, that is something that will stick with me. The Empire State Building, in honor of FAU winning the Elite Eight, doing it on the biggest stage, the most famous arena in the world, FAU being the back page headline, New York Post, Mm-mm. New York Daily News, Elijah Martin on the New York Daily News, him in that tomahawk jam early in the game against Kansas State, that was the photo they used. B.J. Greenlee celebrating the FAU win when things were closed out. He was on the back of the New York Post. Again, the the back page headline, FAU, it, that was not, that was not though, the, 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 my lasting memory, my lasting image, it was looking up at that Empire State Building with the fog, seeing blue and red. Crazy man, awesome! It's so surreal, man. It's 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 so, man. That feeling. I never thought I would get that emotional about doing stuff in the big city in New York City in the Garden, but it does. It does have a different feel to it when it's there. It's different. Not to mention disrespect in that too. The Empire State Building invited the mascots of Tennessee, that dog, mm. uh, the Wildcat, the mascot that has a Wildcat hat and a human body. The hell is that? And um, uh, uh, what was the uh, what other team? Was Michigan, Michigan, oh, Michigan, Michigan State, State Spartan. Yeah, Spartan. The Spartan. They invited them to a photo shoot of the Empire State Building. No invite for Owsley. Oh, Owsley invite? Uh, how is no. it even possible? <laughs> they had like, to Photoshop them in. Think about it. They don't even. Like, I there's, can't believe it's not this, just. This. It's not just the lazy previews for FAU from every uh, notable publication in this NCAA tournament. Even now in the Final Four, it's like that stuff too. Like what is that? So it felt real good. That the Empire State Building then forced into putting blue and red up on the top of the uh, of one of the most famous buildings in the world. Can't invite the uh, mascot. Fine, we'll win the East Regional and put up our lights. Do it. Do these big companies have too much pride to be outsourcing? You're talking about your guy Myron Metcalf. Why is yeah. he not reaching out to you, deal? Why is he not like, yo, you no need clue. to tell me what's going on here with these boys because they're hot. They're beating everybody. What's the deal? Who's the guy I should be looking for? Instead, no, I'm going to do my own research, a lot, no research, and put out these weak-ass previews. I'm going to have to guess that it must be the editors. Because I know Myron Metcalf, he knows the game. He knows ball. I'm, I'm going to have to guess the editors are like, nobody cares about the, the depths of FAU basketball. But then I would have to ask them or whatever higher-ups at ESPN and at CBS and at all the places that are doing these previews, well, what's the real purpose of this? Aren't y'all supposed to be highlighting the teams that are making noise in the tournament? And answer, answer me this, then. Because when it comes to the Miami Heat, we talked about it. Even last year's playoff run, right? There's just no characters. Weird. There's not enough yeah. drama. With yeah. FAU, there are characters. Vlad? There is drama. Dusty? Like, you can Elijah? go down this list. 
there are guys that need to be covered and that deserve just as much recognition as a Marquise Noel. We don't yeah. have time right now, but tomorrow in this Myron Metcalf preview, that is one, two, three, four paragraphs. Four paragraphs. You saw the FAU portion, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's four paragraphs. It it's four paragraphs. And meanwhile, you bet UConn gets a ton of print. Miami gets a ton of print. Uh, San Diego Miami, State, ton of print. FAU, though. Mm-hmm. Four graphs buried four. at the and, bottom. And the biggest graph, the biggest graph is him parroting the narrative that FAU's had the easiest path to the final. Yeah, that's four. what it was. I'm going yes. to, Come I, on, man. I am going to take that to probably tomorrow. Come on, man. I'm going to take that to the woodshed. Believe <laughs> that. I'm taking it to the woodshed. Uh, like that's trash bag stuff right there. That's like that's. It is. And again, Myron Metcalf very good at what he does, he but is that great. that is sort of sort of trashy. Speaking of. We have him jump into the dumpster that is Twitter every single week. He he goes through the, the banana peels, the weird mush that then accumulates on the bottom of the dumpster. A lot of times it's head first with his legs just dangling out of the top of it. Sometimes he finds someone who has accidentally disposed of their wedding ring. Go pawn that. Mm. That's treasure. Sometimes he puts his hand in a big old pile of dog crap. That that's That's trash. Let's see who we found both of. This week in that bird app dumpster. Time now for Theo Dorsey's Twitter Trash, Twitter Treasure. The Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County is here to help you recycle right. Get recycling tips and so much more at swa.org slash recycle right. You know the old saying, one man's trash is another man's treasure. It's first time for the first time ever on Twitter Trash, Twitter Treasure. A tweet of my own is going to make Twitter Treasure. Okay. Talk about self-serving, huh, Ken? That's fine. <laughs> I'm at, into it. At Theo Dorsey TV, this is something tweeted out moments after uh, FAU punched his ticket to the Final Four with a win over K-State. Junior guard Brandon Weatherspoon, Canton, Mississippi native, in the locker room, and he was speaking specifically not about the win, not about him accomplishing the dream of his lifetime, but about folks back home. Here it is. Special shout out to Mississippi. You know, um, they, 24 people got killed last night in a tornado and um, Rolling Fork. I just um, want anybody to reach out and help those families who, who got impacted with that tornado. With something that big to you, I know you're, obviously you're moments removed from the biggest night of your life as an athlete. Why is your mind still on something, again, of course, that's back home? Why is that so heavy on your mind right now? Um, people lost their life, man. People lost their belongings, their house, man. People's all, people all on the street, you know. Um, I done been homeless before, you know. I know how it feels. So um, if anybody can reach out and just give them their hand, man, you know, just support them at this time. They need it, man. Now, under that tweet, there is a link to the uh, Tornado Relief uh, fund that you can donate to, and obviously this is a... Uh, I mean, town, a town got completely wiped off the map Yeah, in Mississippi. Yeah, and this it hit home for him. It hit home also for Elijah Martin, who's from Mississippi, and he just he, he wanted to make sure to get that message out. Ken, were you aware that he, was, he, he said he was homeless at one point? I feel bad as a journalist not even following up after that, but I had already done, did so many non-basketball questions. Had you, were you aware I of that? I actually was not. Yeah. I, I, I was not, and I know that... Uh, Brandon definitely went through it a bit. Yeah. I knew that. I didn't know the the extent of it. Um, Brandon Witherspoon of FAU, who comes off the bench. He started for a, a time this year. Uh, he comes off the bench, though. He is the ultimate, I will do whatever the hell you ask me, mm. player. I absolutely, both as a player and as a human being, adore that man. He is the best of what FAU is. He is in a unabashedly proud Mississippian. Mm. He loves the state. He loves the fact he's from that state. Him and Elijah Martin both. 
They call themselves Blood Brothers. They're Mississippi yeah. Brothers. They're from the SIP. It's what they know. It's what they love. They have a bond over that. Brandon Weatherspoon is one of the most thoughtful, one of the most intelligent, one of the most aggressive bulldogs I've ever met mm. in my life. So that you asking him and having him volunteer, hey, I'm thinking about all the, the folks affected in Mississippi, killed, lost their home, lost their belongings, lost loved ones. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Well done by you. And Brandon Weatherspoon is a big reason why you should be cheering for FAU and backing FAU because Brandon Weatherspoon, he is just one of many awesome personality stories on that FAU team. Amazing stuff. And by the way, that tweet liked by Gabrielle Union. Oh, pretty incredible stuff. I'm, I'm glad the message is getting out there. It uh, for Brandon Weatherspoon and also specifically. <laughs> was that, that was that was a flex. Was I don't know. No, 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 Brandon knows about I, Brandon. I don't know what had happened there. It was about Brandon. I thought it was a, it was an interesting. Uh, I think Gabby Union's never yeah, liked he, any of my tweets. So <laughs> kudos to you, Theo. I, I kudos he, to Brandon. He, he wanted to get it out there and then yeah. realized his fiance might be listening. It was like, whoa, let me oh, try oh, to get oh, past that one real fast. Dial it back. Let's dial it back. Well, speaking of um, <laughs> things that uh, need to be dialed back, maybe things that need to be uh, trashed actually instead of recycled. Here goes the Twitter trash. And this this is just annoying to not just myself, but the FAU basketball players. You, Ken Levicka, you've already mentioned it on the show. I'm sure, I'm sure Stone also mad at it. This one comes from at March Madness MBB. Of course, the NCAA March Madness Twitter account. Tweeting out the final four power rankings from none other than the Andy Katz. At number one, we got UConn. At number two, we've got Miami. At number three, San Diego State leaving at number four, Florida Atlantic. Andy Katz recycling the same trash he did in the Sweet 16. Where Ken, did you see his uh, his, his his rankings there? Yeah, what was yeah. FAU I remember uh, they were they were they were at 16, sixteen behind fifteen seed Princeton, which is the ultimate disrespect. <laughs> so Andy, like if Katz. This, I saw this oh. on an island, I wouldn't think much of it. Cause fine, Final Four, yeah. FAU's the nine seed, lowest seed, fine. But coming off of like that, especially they were he ranked them behind. Princeton in the Sweet 16, and Princeton was a 15 seat. That's lazy, garbage, trash bag stuff. And then, and then for the Sweet 16, also at the Garden, he watches FAU take down Tennessee and take down watch, Kansas State in watch, person. Watch them bully Tennessee, the same Tennessee team that delivered concussions yeah. and and made Duke look pillow soft, and FAU ground them into the floor. One of the biggest mistakes you can do. If you're trying to, if you're looking to help out, be a good person and, and recycle right, is throw trash in the recycling bin. Andy Katz recycling that trash take. Well, that's trash. And if you want to know, stop. Man. If you want to know how to make sure that you can recycle right, why do Palm Beach County residents have a blue recycling bin and a yellow recycling bin? The Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County wants you to know that by separating your recycling at home into your blue and yellow bins, you're recycling right and helping us help collect cleaner recyclables. When you recycle right, you're doing right by the world. So keep putting your plastic, metal, and glass food containers in the blue bin and your paper products in the yellow bin. Get more recycling tips at swa.org slash recycle right. Uh, my mom just texted me. Uh, are you going back to Houston for the next game or have you returned home? <laughs> mom, I'm home for a couple of days and then I'll be going out to Houston Wednesday. Let's get it. Can't wait. Love you, mom. That's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. It's not just Florida Atlantic. 
in the Final Four representing Palm Beach County. Not the only big-time team sport going on right now in the county. Stone, how about some ball, some football, some Palm Beach Capos football? You're gosh darn right, Kenny. Palm Beach County's newest adult amateur tackle football team is back, and they're better than ever. The Palm Beach Capos are part of a local competitive league with a slate of 12 games. Out of those 12, they're four down, and they have a 2-2 two and two record. The next home game is this Weekend, April 8th at Wellington High School, kicking off at 6 p.m. To get in the gates, it's only a $10 bill. And for the kids under 12, they get in for free. You can purchase tickets at the gate. Follow the Palm Beach Cabos on all social media platforms. That's Instagram, that's Facebook, that's Twitter, wherever you can find these guys. And if you want more information, that's palmbeachcapos.com. Capos being C-A-P-O-S. Hey, and if you're headed down to the Marlins with the season starting, you're headed down to the heat in the playoff push, you got to take Brightline. Go Brightline.com, free Brightline app. That big yellow train. There it goes as we speak. Stations West Palm, Boca Raton, Fort Lauderdale, Miami Central Station. The home runner train for the Marlins. Get down to Miami Central Station. Ride share to Lone Depot Park. Stay till the end of the game, and you get yourself back on that home runner train. Of course, the buzzer beater train with the heat. We've got three different trains bringing back home after the final horn from Miami-Dade Arena. Brightline, gobrightline.com, free Brightline app, the only sensible way, stress-free way Mm. to get through South Florida. That's Brightline, gobrightline.com, and the free Brightline app. It's amazing. I've taken so many notes. I have a list of people that need to be addressed on the show over FAU. you got a hit list. It is wild. Theo's back tomorrow. Stone's back tomorrow. I'm back tomorrow. FAU and Miami are in the final four. Lamar Jackson, it appears now, is trying to strong arm his way out of Baltimore. Finally. He's he's making public some dirty laundry. Yes. This week is hot. This week is hot. And then at the end of the week, Theo and I are going to be doing the show from H-Town, Houston. From the city. Set of the final four. (laughs) Folks, we got a big week. You're not going to want to miss anything at noon. Trust me. Believe that. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.